What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Aloba here with Matcha Mornings for the Creative Mind, where we talk all things matcha, and I dish out some amazing creative insight so that you can fulfill your purpose here on Earth and feel in alignment and have a really good time living your life, because why not, right? (laughs) So today we are talking about being delusional, and this is like one of my favorite things ever. Um, But before we really dive in deep to there, I want to speak on how I started to be delusional just on a smaller scale with my green tea matcha every morning. So you guys know I live and I swear by this. I have a cup of green tea matcha almost every day um, and I infuse it with all this energy. And it was because of me infusing the matcha that I really feel like it even works better than it's supposed to because of my belief in it. I have this blind almost delusional belief that my matcha tea is going to keep me focused it's going to manage my mood it's going to elevate my mood it's going to tap into my alpha brainwave so that I can just be my best self when I'm creating and it's going to taste amazing and delicious and it's so healing and and therapeutic for my soul and my body that I need to have this every morning this is a treat for myself it's that sense of belief that conviction that I have in my thought process towards matcha that's why i even created this segment of the podcast simply because i believe in it so much and my belief has been shared with other friends and clients and they've all seen an improvement in their lives by sipping on this matcha tea and i also believe that it's because when you believe in something with such conviction to the point where We're talking about tea being healing, which there are scientific facts that prove that that obviously can happen. But when you're infusing it with your intention and your belief and your awareness and your feelings, you're amplifying any benefit that you could receive. You're literally fast-tracking it back to yourself. And it's a way to live as a creative because most of the things that you're thinking about have not been created on the physical plane yet in the way that you're thinking about it. So you have to be a bit delusional in order for that to occur. In order for you to make your dreams reality, you're going to have to be a bit delusional. You're going to have to think ahead of the environment that you're in so that you can bring it into the environment that you're in and make that environment better. So me being delusional has been so beneficial for my well-being, how I view life, my perspective. It is essentially um, walking around with rose-colored glasses. And I know for a long time we've been told not to do that, that that's not, you know, a realistic viewpoint of the world, which is in fact true. It's not. But it's a choice that you can make as a creative, that you're choosing to see the good in all things, that you're going to find that silver lining no matter what the situation is. When you do that, you take power back into your life and you tell the universe, God, whoever you believe to believe in, that you are taking responsibility for your life and you want to create alongside that amazing energy and really build a life that excites you every single day. That does come from wearing rose-colored glasses because if every day I'm waking up and I'm believing it's going to be the best day ever, I'm going to attract some amazing things. Even if something shitty happens, the whole entire day is not ruined because I had this delusional belief as soon as I woke up that this is going to be the day that changed my life. I am so excited. Oh my God, everything's working my way. This is exactly what I wanted. Even when it's not what I want, I still tell myself, this is exactly what I needed right now. You know, I just lost my Metro card. Exactly what I needed. This gives me a chance to be creative because I'm choosing to take narrative over my story. 
it's not just going to be like, oh, I lost my metro car, so it's going to be a shitty day. No, no, not anymore, at least for me, because I found that that doesn't help me. It makes me feel terrible, worse than I can already feel naturally. I add on all this extra stuff, and then nothing gets done. I'm not happy. I'm not actually living my life. And a day, a moment, an hour, a minute, whatever, has been wasted in me not choosing to be my best self. And I do believe as a creative, the more aware you are, the more responsibility you have to take in creating your life. You no longer just ride on default anymore. You're going to have to take account. And you can do that by being delusional. So we're going to use a CPR method. You guys know I love my CPR method. Create to connect, praise on purpose, and resonate into recovery. Because we really want you guys to just soak up what we're talking about today. And we're going to do a CPR on being delusional. The first thing is to create. And a fun thing that I do with one of my best friends who has changed my perspective so much um, is her name is Skylar. She's a model. And she it, she will tell you, I'm delusional. And I loved, I love it. When I first met her, I was kind of like, what the hell? But when she explained why, and I've seen how it's benefited her in her life, like being a firsthand witness to how that theology works in real life, I, I, I swear by being delusional myself. And one thing that we do is that we play a game. Um, that's how we tap into our creativity. So if I'm taking the bus or the train to meet her, I might hit her up like, hey girl, I'm waiting for the car service. When in fact, in quote unquote real life, the physical plane, this is a car service. This is um, a train. But for me and how I'm projecting my life, how I'm taking ownership and creating the life that I want, I believe it's a luxury car service. I feel like my driver, Fred, is about to pick me up, scoop me up real quick, take me to where I need to be. And that makes me excited more than waiting for a train, being frustrated that MTA is MTA, you know, and adding all this negative energy, attracting that to me. I'd rather just believe that, you know, oh, girl, the car service is late. You know how Fred be acting. As opposed to MTA is like 20 minutes behind because it's freaking MTA. You know what I mean? So that's something that we do all the time, and it's just been so much fun. It just reminds me to tap into my inner baby girl, you know, all that power that's in playing and creating, especially as a creative. You need to be so connected to your inner child because that's where all of your best ideas are waiting to be opened and, and actualized and, and, and put attention towards. So you really want to do that, and the game is so much fun. So just think about your life, and, you know, right now I know... I've shared with you guys that I'm looking for my own place. So if I see an apartment that I really like, you know, or even a living space that I have right now, I'll say like, oh, you know, I'm heading up to the penthouse. I'm heading up to my duplex. I really want a duplex, y'all. You know, and I just imagine myself. I imagine when I'm doing my yoga, even though it's in my bedroom in my mom's apartment right now, I imagine my beautiful yoga den that I have with incense and my hanging plants and big windows and my meditation pillows and uh, the smell of frankincense and myrrh, a little bit of rose oil, my clear desk. Like, I literally get into it. And as I'm doing my yoga moves, I feel like I'm looking at the furniture. I'm visualizing. I'm creating. I'm playing that game. I'm literally creating to connect back to source, letting source know this is where I belong. What I'm visualizing, make that part of my physical reality. And because I'm adding feeling to it, that excitement that I get from just dreaming up these things and visualizing them, I'm attracting, to, I'm attracting it to my life faster than I could have ever done by playing it and being realistic. Um, the next thing that you want to do 
is praise on purpose. A great way to do that is to act as if. This is also an extent, an extension of the delusional game that Skylar and I play. We act as if. So we already say thank you for things that we haven't received yet. So, you know, we'll wake up every morning, like, you know, great morning, girl. Um, I am so thankful for the checks that I, I received in the mail. Have I received checks in the mail as of yet when I wrote that? No, but nine times out of 10 after I do that, within the next three or four days, I have a check in the mail that I am grateful for. And it's that praise, right? It's that gratitude infused with joy because I'm so excited about this money and so grateful that it's mine that is coming to me, that it comes to me. You just cannot deny the law of attraction in that sense. No matter what vibe you're in, if you start to do this every day, it makes it a part of your daily routine, you will start to, to attract these experiences every time. Especially, I've done this when I'm really low on money or I'm about to hit that negative in my account. And instead of me getting really worried and stressed out, like, oh my God, I have no money. Where's my checks coming in? Oh my God. Da, da, da. I literally just start focusing on that. I start focusing on, you know, just how grateful I am for the money that's there. Even if I don't see it, I still say that. Something else that I do is if I see a penny or a change on the floor, I pick it up and I'm just super grateful for it. That's literally money lying around on the floor. Now you could be in your realistic mindset and be like, oh, but it's only a penny. Or you could be in your delusional mindset and be like, damn, money is just literally on the floor for me. Like, I'm so popping. Money's falling from the sky. Money is everywhere around me. Wow. And that gives you that sense of security to stop worrying as if you're never going to receive money again. Because let's be real, your entire life you've always received money. It may not have been the exact time frame that you wanted it, but that was probably because your vibration was a lot lower than it needed to be. And as a creative, when we are utilizing our natural born talent and skill set and passion to create profit so that we can fund our lives, worry is our worst enemy. It's up there with doubt because it's it's a form of doubt. We're really concerned that we're not going to receive what we need and we have to eliminate that feeling. And the best way to do it is to be grateful for what you don't have as of yet. So definitely go and do that. Something else I love to do is if I see... Um, a post office truck or a mailman, I just say, I'm thinking for the money that's coming my way. Or I'm thinking for my amazing packages. Every single time I do it, within a few days, I receive either money or a package in the mail. Even if I didn't order something, it still pops up. It still happens. It definitely works. I swear by it. So utilize that praise and just act as if just be grateful for the things that you want. If you want to be a TEDx speaker, be grateful for how amazing that TEDx talk was. Dang, look at all those people that were inspired by your words and what you said. Like, wow, have gratitude for that as if it's already happened and watch it come to play. Even if it's on a small level where maybe you're just speaking at a friend's event. You're building steps, crumbs, right? Crumbs that lead to the, to the cookie. Those things happen. So you want to do that. Last but not least, you want to resonate for recovery. And a way that I love to resonate is through that visualization, okay? I infuse my delusions with my amazing energy. I get super excited. And sometimes when it's hard for me to get into that vibration, I have a playlist that um, is called Money Manifesto. And it allows me to get into that feeling of feeling luxurious, feeling like money's just falling from the sky, feeling like I'm that chick, you know, feeling amazing. And music does that for me. It helps me to resonate so that I can really enjoy my recovery, which is I'm recovering from having this worry habit, habitual lifestyle and stepping into one where I'm accepting and allowing abundance to be the forefront of my life, you know, where I'm accepting my greatness and allowing my greatness to flow through my life. That's part of my recovery. That's what I'm 
want to recover into, you know, as I'm recovering from worrying and having doubt and being fearful of not having enough money and not being able to live on my own, all that stuff that just really doesn't serve my highest good. It just doesn't. So a good way to do that is to turn on adult playlists that get you into that zone and imagine. I know a song that I'm really loving um, is by Chloe and Haley. It's called Everywhere. And literally in the song, they're saying, I have money everywhere falling from the trees. I have money everywhere. Smell it on the sheets. Go ahead, look around the room. It's just like she's just there talking like, yo, money's everywhere. What am I? I'm not stressed. As money literally all around me. And that song gets me into that vibe. Another song that I love listening to is um, J-Lo with Cardi B and DJ Khaled, De Niro. When she says, bachata to the bank. Every time now I go to deposit a check, I do a little dance. I do a little bachata real quick. And just get excited. Those feelings really resonate on a cellular level, a spiritual level. And tell the universe, bring more of this good feeling. And how do you bring more of that good feeling? By giving me more money. (laughs) Giving me more of what I desire. And it will do exactly that. So again, for the CPR on how to be delusional and embrace that mindset as a creative, you want to create to connect play the delusional game i'm telling you you'll have so much fun you'll laugh at yourself at first but then after a while when it starts to manifest in your life you will swear by that technique then i want you to praise on purpose act as if you've already received these great things and feel genuine gratitude towards it so that you can fast track those manifestations and then of course resonate into your recovery create a dope playlist and then just sit there and and just visualize what the words are saying you know when I said to Jay-Z and Jermaine Dupri, um, money ain't a thing. Like, I just be feeling like, it's nothing. Ah, here. Here's a few thou. You're welcome. Like, literally, you know, let that she-go take over for a little bit. Let her enjoy herself. Start feeling yourself because you are amazing. And your creativity, this passion that resides in you, that you were placed on this earth to fulfill, it can create massive profit for you if you allow it to. And I really believe utilizing the CPR method this way by doing playing the delusional game, acting as if and having major gratitude for it and just finding some songs to support you to keep you in that elevated mood will jumpstart your creativity and have you exactly where you need to be. With that being said, we got to do our matcha mantra and I have a really fun one. It plays into some music. I don't know if you guys know this song, but you know. The mantra for this week is, I am what I say I am. Now, I know some people might have gone into the Eminem lyrics, you know, because that happened to me when I was making this mantra. But I love it. I am what I say I am. So if I say I am a international world-renowned speaker, that is what I am. I don't care if you question me. I don't even care if I have the experience. Point is, that's how I feel. That is what I am. And because I feel that I am... That means I already have it. It's not I want to be, which means that it's not next to me that I have to go and get it. I'm saying it is already here now. The universe will act accordingly and bring it to me now. Before I started speaking on panels and speaking, having speaking engagements, I would say like, you know, I'm a panelist. I don't know for what, though. You don't have to get specific because, you know, the universe has has jokes. But when I got specific, all of a sudden I was asked to be on different panels. I was asked to do tapings of shows, to be interviewed, you know, because I started to just act as if I had already been a panelist. I'd be in my room practicing, you know, different questions on the topics that I love. So that way, when I'm in the moment, I've, it's muscle memory. I'm not up there nervous on stage or freaking out because I'm, I've already been there. 
you know, something that I love about Walt Disney is when he was really sick and he was, you know, technically dying because that's debatable. But um, someone that he was working with was like, I wish you could see the park. And he laughed at him like, bro, I've been there. I've been on every ride. <laughs> I've been there. And that's a sense of delusion, right? Because kind of like, actually, no, you've been sick in bed, but okay. But for him, for Walt Disney, he had imagined this space, you know, so much that he had been on every ride. He had experienced all of the booths, all the fun that you can possibly have in um, Disney World or Disneyland because he was delusional. He was like, I've already been there, done that. Y'all are getting to experiencing it now, but I've been experienced it. And he would have had to in order to even make it a reality. And that's what we forget as creatives. You have to get that delusional. Another thing that I love, Will Smith has it in an interview about being realistic and how stupid that can be for a creative he speaks on the fact that if the Wright brothers were being quote-unquote realistic, they would have never had the guts to build an airplane. Because unrealistic to be realistic, having a huge piece of metal in the sky, holding extra weight in people, flying as if it's a bird, is super unrealistic. And maybe normalized because we've been a part of the airplane era for probably since we were born and then our, even our parents. But for our grandparents and great-grandparents, that, was, that wasn't real. That wasn't realistic. That was like, what? What are you talking about? Same thing with cars. Same thing with, you know, Apple products. Like, it wasn't realistic to have a phone do everything that a phone can do nowadays. That was not realistic. But someone thought that it wasn't. That it was realistic that these things could happen. And because they were so delusional and convicted in that thought process, it became our normal. And as a creative, you have to have that absolution in your desires and in your purpose. It is the only way that they're going to come to fruition. So please utilize that mantra this week. I am what I say I am and stick to it. There's a period at the end of that mantra. That's it. If you say you are a world-renowned chef, that is what you are. If you say you are a supermodel, that is it. If anyone questions you, ignore the questions. I am a teacher. Oh, where do you teach? decide what you want to teach. I'm an online teacher or, you know, I teach at this school. Start bringing that into your life, allowing yourself to have that, that imagery because it's necessary for you to do when you are a creative. It's super important to have that and build it and have it become part of your legacy. So that's everything from Matcha Mornings today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, share, comment, rate with others so that you can find our lost wolves and bring them home back to Lova land. Love you so much. Definitely tune in next Monday for another one. Speak to you soon. Bye.